could be the optimum material looking for for designing your robot so do you think it just has to be certain properties like viscoelastic or have to be because you mentioned the energy and i think that's something very interesting also in designing so how do you think about understanding the the community understand the physics behind the material and also what kind of optimum material looking for yeah i think i there's so much out there especially in terms of metamaterials that's really exciting these days um, and also kind of the the biologically engineered materials that are really cool as well. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what more the field has coming. Um, and I think there are so many different types of materials that would be really useful in, in bio-inspired soft robotics, but um, there's one that I think exists in insects that I'm not sure exists yet in an engineered material, um, and that's resolin. So resolin is this extremely resilient um, material that you find in the joints of, of insects. And it's UV fluorescent, so we can really easily see where it is on animals. And it's got almost like almost no energy loss from when you um, when you stress it, you know, um, it'll, it'll bounce back really, really easily. And I, I'm not sure that we have something that is quite as resilient as resolin. Um, the other thing too, that I think about a lot is where, so a lot of the robotic systems that I'm designing are made to be used with animals and in outdoor environments for extended periods of time. And so I'm really thinking about wear and aging. Um, and I think a lot of times we see these like new robotic systems that are out in the world and they're like a proof of concept and they're really, really cool. But I, if, if I'm going to want to use one of those systems in my own research, I'm going to want to know, you know, how long will it last and how reliable is the performance? Um, and that's something that I'm really looking forward to in, in the yeah, field. Yeah, that's an interesting answer. So I want to go back again when you say about uh, the experiment you have witnessed that uh, with the lizard and then you say that what I'm looking for. And I'm curious to ask you if your student comes to you, just fresh student, and if you look into any animal, what may be the, the first thing you have to look for to understand the maybe locomotion or intelligence or the behavior? Um, I don't know what, what could be the... The first thing that you say that that what you have to look for and how it's really hard to understand how this animal moves or behave with the environment. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So um, I think that um, the first step is being exposed to many different animals, right? So watching nature documentaries or going to the zoo or going out into the world and just examining the nature that's around you is really important. And nearly everything that you find, if you examine it carefully enough, you're going to find something remarkable about it. Um, and you can then, you know, examine something in the lab or look at its, its musculoskeletal morphology, um, look at its anatomy in general, and, and start to take a look at, at what, what are the components that make up this animal. You can also bring it into a lab and um, and start to look at kind of the limits of its performance. So how fast can it go? How high can it jump? Um, how long can it go? 
what's its oxygen consumption, these sorts of things. Um, but also, it's really important, and this is something I learned uh, a lot in my graduate training, it's really important to observe the animal or the organism, whatever it is, in its um, natural environment. Because even if we're able to elicit some sort of maximal performance in a lab environment, we may never actually see that performance in the wild. Um, and the other thing is that if we see this animal in the wild, we may discover that there are so many other uses for the things that we're examining that we may not have considered before. So if you are a hopper, like some sort of hopping animal, you may think that this is you know, very useful for locomotion and for foraging, but it turns out that it's also really important for uh, jumping away from predators. And it's also really important for these mating battles or something like that, right? So this is the kind of thing where these, this one structure, the legs, are used for so many different things throughout the animal's life that um, we're, by just examining it in one set of circumstances, we may not fully understand um, the multifunctionality of this, these organs. That's super interesting. 